Welcome to Dad Halen, the choices podcast dedicated to dads searching for actionable wisdom to help lead their family. I'm John Toma, and I tackle challenging topics impacting families today that we all struggle with as parents. My goal is to equip you to further your purpose, secure your family's legacy, and stand confidently against the spiritual battles that face us. Nothing is watered down with plenty to fill your cup. Please join me in my mission to help one million dads recommit to their family, their faith, and further their purpose. You are on a plane that crashes in a war-torn area. Only you and 180's action character of your choice survive. Who do you pick? Three, two, one, go. The air is so dry, the stench of the enemy suffocates. We can hear a growing hum from the distance. We dust ourselves off and load out quickly, using the short body of the plane as cover. I take one more peek inside the fuselage and I see them. John Matrix, Major Scott McCoy, and John Rambo, just to name a few. They're twisted and contorted in their seats. Mason Storm almost made it, but apparently he was not that hard to kill. They were good, he says but not good enough. I turned to look at him. Furious, we, we didn't avoid this flight path. I mean, we had Maverick flying this thing. This wasn't supposed to happen. Look, he says, if it makes you feel better, I can do it. I know what he's referring to. I don't like it, but I know it has to be done. Never leave your dead for the enemy. He sets the charges quickly and we double time to the nearest rock plane. I hear a click followed by a boom. The plane is a burning mass under the desert sky. That's when we hear them. I look through my binos and I see them coming straight for us. It's the SOBs that shot us down. I have no idea where it came from, but he casually lights the cigarette resting like an afterthought between his lips and says, I don't think I'm going to give these egg holes a chance. Snake exhales into the light of dusk, his Mac-10 at the ready, and with a finality that can only come from someone that has done this before, he says, Stick with me, kid. I've escaped from worse places than this. No one puts Snake Plissken in the corner. All right. So I hope you enjoyed that segment. That's what I call the hypothetical survival scenario. Uh, And those are just really fun to do. And uh, so if you have a character uh, that you would choose um, and and you have a survival scenario, um, please uh, message me through the uh, Anchor app or send me a message through dadhalen.com. And if I like it, I I may just add it in a future episode, okay? And it's it's always fun to do a lighthearted episode from time to time. Uh, it's just kind of uh, bring some levity to um, some of the more serious uh, topics that we talk about, right? All right, so I actually had a different episode in mind for this week, but I was doing some journaling the other day, and I thought, hey, you know what? This would make for a really interesting session. Do you guys journal? And if you do, I'm wondering if any of you use different colored pens when you journal or take notes. I'm really interested in knowing that. Uh, by the way, um, does anyone journal old school style anymore? 
All right. I, I kind of I, I ask myself that question pretty often. I feel like maybe uh, myself and maybe less than point zero one percent of the of, of the population in North America does. Um, you know, I still do it, and um, and you know, despite using apps like Evernote or Trello. Um, I think you know. I think they're great when you're in a pinch, but I'm a firm believer in in, uh, in hand, handwritten journaling. Okay, so if you're not journaling, you know, I really believe that you should, um, especially for us dads. And you know, there are a lot of benefits to it too. Uh, but I'll you know, um, I'll, I'll share this one that that's that's really close to my heart, and I think you can relate this this sort of um, concept that I've picked up, um, you know, with my kids. You know, my son, for you know, as an example. He loves looking through my journals from time to time, and, and he even comes and asks me, um, you know, occasionally if I've completed a certain journal, you know, so he can ruffle through the pages and, and find some interesting material or, you know, something I've drawn or doodled, um, you know, just to clear my head. He wants to look at those things, and it's sort of like finding an Easter egg for him, right? And, you know, I, I've got a couple of journals um, he hasn't seen, you know, which I'm putting aside for him and, and, and the family. But about 99% of my journaling can be picked up by anyone in my family and, and pretty much read at any time. Uh, I've got nothing to hide. Yeah, n- not, not, not anymore, at least, right? And, uh, and, and hopefully neither should you. Um, well, also, look, I, I believe that journaling is a great way to reflect on your day and your life. And, and who knows, it might be a great way to share your testimony in the future with others. Yeah, there's just no way um, we can recall, you know, everything. And sometimes it's just really fun to flip open to a page and and read the events, uh, you know, of kind of what was going on at the time, and and really just reflect on them uh, and where you were compared to, you know, where where you're now in your journey. So, you know, going back to the different color pens and and why I'm intrigued by that, um, you know, for those of you that do journal. Uh, do you use one color only? Um, you know, have you tried to explore using different colors? Um, and, and so I thought, you know, in this session, this is how the the session's idea came. It, you know, where in a previous session I, I published, it was about uh, the behavior of a confident person. And I really believe that those that journal are very confident people, or or they're more confident in 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 my in my opinion. You know, so many successful people journal. Uh, and for me, I think it's really an effective alt- uh, alternative to uh, meditation. You know, there's a lot of people who like, you know, believe in transcendental meditation and those sorts of things. To me, uh, I'm not really too much into that. I've tried it, um, but I, I feel like my time and my energy and my, my ideas are, are better put to work um, and also um, allows me to clear sort of what's in my mind um, by actually putting that um, and transposing it um, or transporting it to to the written page and um, and, and recording that information um, on a page. So, you know, I think it's an excellent indicator of your refinement. Um, I really do. Um, so if you already journal or if you're uh, starting to feel inspired to hand journal, here's, here's what I use in my journaling process, and I just thought I'd share this with you. Now, I hope that you pick up something here and uh, that really speaks to you, okay? Um, and I, you know, I thought, hey, I want to make this fun because I don't want to just talk about journaling. Uh, I want to, I want to sort of throw in a little bit of a throw a curve curveball here. So I'm going to inject a few Princess Bride um, references in the process. Okay, 
But please, please, please pause this and go watch The Princess Bride right away. Then come back and finish this portion of the segment. Uh, or if you keep listening, please promise um, you know, you'll journal that I recommended you watch The Princess Bride as soon as possible. Otherwise, uh, you know, some of these references, they're going to fly over your head. Uh, that's my favorite film of all time, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, I, I know some of you thought it was uh, you know, going to be something like Terminator. Uh, well, that's definitely in my top five. But The Princess Bride is a masterpiece, and um, you really should see it as soon as possible, all right? Okay, so let's, let's start with the red pin. Remember the red pin? Pretty much most of my high school work uh, would, would be turned into me in this color. Um, you know, but, but, it, but it, red stands out. So obviously it's, it's a useful pen to use when you're correcting work and things like that. So I call this Fezzik level, all right? Uh, I use a red pen when I'm correcting or editing my script or, you know, or journal, refining ideas, and I'll mark up areas that I need to return uh, to, you know, in, in case there's a point I've missed and, and need to, you know, I need to make that point or emphasize that point um, in my in my work. Uh, I would use a, a red pen if I were correcting someone else's work, uh, perhaps even like my kid's homework or something. But I try to keep in mind that this color has to be used, um, um, you know, minimally um, and in specific cases, like starting a war. It's a prestigious line of work, okay? All right, the blue pen. This is what I call Inigo Montoya level, okay? When he's using his right hand, though. Right when he's using his right hand, uh, I use this to finesse and provide direction. Usually, uh, blue is you know to me a subtle and friendly, and um, that's why I use it in most of my notes, uh, like my reading notes. Most books are in black ink, obviously, so blue really stands out. Uh, now, if if I have one of my fountain pens lying around, I use the one with the blue ink to sign documents. So any document signing, I'll usually use uh, the blue the blue pen or the blue fountain pen. Uh, I don't know what it is, you know, call me particular, but I like signing forms with a fountain pen. Just something about it. it, it and, and is it just me? Is it just me, you guys? <laughs> yeah, I, I really think they're going to make a comeback. I, I, In fact, I guarantee it. You'll see, okay? <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the green pen. Uh, this is Princess Buttercup level for me, right? I, I use this a lot um, when I was working with government. Uh, I learned that in the Navy, especially depending on the leadership level, a different color was used. And, and usually green was the commonly used color by, by the captain, for example. Captains out there listening, uh, clap or thumbs up if you agree, all right? Uh, all right, let's go to the black pen. This is what I call the Dread Pirate Roberts level. Uh, I use this as like, it's a general color, right? It's part of my arsenal, my, my everyday arsenal for writing um, and just jotting down a quick note. That's basically, it, it's it's tried and true, it's effective, right? And I usually keep a few of this uh, ink color in the car, in my backpack, um, you know, for general purpose. Um, but I bet you'd like to know which, which, uh, which pen I prefer, right? Well, as you wish. I like the Pilot G2 retractable pen a lot. Um, it's smooth, it dries almost instantly, and it, um, it has, you know, an ergonomic feel. So I, I really like that pen. Okay, the purple pen. This is what I call Prince Humperdinck level, okay? Someone gave me a pen in this color as a gift, and I, I really like it a lot, actually. I've, I've used it to write on the, on the front of envelopes um, for birthdays and anniversaries uh, and wedding cards, things like that. Um, but I use it sparingly uh, or when I'm swamped. See what I did there? Uh, so to summarize, uh, you know, I think when you're looking at 
uh, all the different color pins. And I, you know, there are other color pins, but um, I'm just talking about some of the, the general ones I use in my in my writing and my journaling um, or my note taking. But basically, summarizing that, I think the main benefit for me is that I can tell what my intention was when I refer back to the project, right? So I've kind of mentally made that note in my mind and I said, okay, if I use this color pen, this is what I'm, what I'm trying to tell myself. Um, and I also believe in the power of the pen, okay? I mean, I kind of think like it's disappearing, like um, it's, it's only left to us, uh, you know, a, a few that are still using this, you know? Uh, they're almost like the lightsaber of the, uh, of, of the writing world. And, um, you know, used well, it's, it's really like dueling, um, you know, beautifully with a sword. You know, for me, a beautiful fountain pen makes a great gift for, um, for, for any dude, okay? And, and when you feel this way about um, your writing instrument, I think you're, you're better, um, you take care of it, you take care of your writing instruments, and you are more attentive to your um, journaling and your writing and your note-taking. Uh, you know what? And I just, I, I want to make sure I don't forget this, but moms out there listening, this might be a great gift uh, for your husband, okay? I mean, if you want them to, you want to see them um, work on these kind of things and journal and, and put down their thoughts, you might want to consider that, Um my sister actually gifted me a handmade journal. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, she gave that to me a couple of years ago. And um, I have to tell you, it's one of my favorite things that I have. And um, I, I I, actually think I've got a ton of journals, but I, I don't think I can get enough journals. So um, I, th- I think you're, you're going to be very good. Uh, that's going to be a great gift for, for any dude out there. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to add a few links to the show notes to give you an idea of what I think is a classy gift or a classy uh, pen, something that I think you'll kind of go, okay, I have this pen and I have this journal. Let me go ahead and, and try this. Let me try this journaling thing. Uh, and guys, treat yourself to a journal um, if you have if you don't uh, journal already. Okay, uh, I really believe you're going to enjoy it. And like I said, it's a great way to look back and see where where you're at um, at a certain point, uh, you know, um, a few years back or, or a few weeks ago. Um, it's always good to kind of look at that stuff. Um, I should also tell you that I, I also keep a couple of those BIC um, four-color ball, ballpoint pens where you can, like, click the specific color down. You guys remember those? Oh, man, I love those. Inconceivable, right? All right, so I really hope you enjoyed the session and you'll really take on a journaling yourself. Um, I just wanted to also add that um, I'm, I've been working behind the scenes um, on a special like members-only area uh, where I'm looking to give out um, exclusive material, content, and do giveaways and things like that. So that's been under construction and behind the scenes. And what I really need um, is, is a huge favor, you guys. Uh, please make sure that you leave a five-star rating and a, and a review, uh, or even the five stars. Um, I, I mean... I, that goes such a long way with any outsiders looking in to see if the podcast is useful to them. Um, it, it really helps grow the Dad Halen, uh, Dad Halen audience. Uh, and, and I also wanted to say thank you so much to everyone that's been re- leaving reviews and, and giving me feedback and messaging me. It's, it's really helpful. It, it really helps me to continue to refine the show, which I plan on doing, obviously, and growing it. Um, and as always, I welcome those thoughtful ideas um, to anyone who hasn't sent me anything yet. Please do that. Uh, and uh, please go to dadhalen.com forward slash VIP uh, and just tell me that you sent in the five star or that you submitted a five star review. And what I'll do is I'll add you to this list uh, um, with the link that's going to be sent to you um, for that uh, VIP group. It's a dad's only group. 
Um, but um, uh, moms, uh, ladies out there listening to dadhalen.com, I still appreciate your review. Uh, and, it, and it goes a, a long way to, to, to helping me uh, continue to grow uh, Dad Halen, okay? Uh, as always, be excellent to one another and see you next session.